This is the Health, Hope, and Healing Podcast. If you've ever wondered if there was more to life, if you find yourself yearning for connection, more purpose, more fulfillment, you're in the right place. We believe God dreamed more for you when he dreamed the dream of you. So this is an invitation, an invitation for you to take your next step into all Jesus did for you on the cross, all that's available here and now. So come on, let's step in and maybe it's time to step up. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kyrie Gutierrez and I'm here today with Brady Daniel and we want to talk with you about our dream for you, our dream for the people we work with and really what brings us together in such a beautiful way to provide a more holistic approach to health and care and wellness. So Brady, when you think about your hopes and dreams for the people you work with, what do you have in mind for people? Just blanket, like what, what is your hope for them? Absolutely. For them to be able to come into a safe place, for them to be able to uh, grow in awareness. I feel like God is the God of awareness. And as a result of that, he's wanting to reveal to them any areas that have been repressed, any subconscious beliefs that do not align with who he says that they are. And given the, give them a safe place for them to connect with him so that they can emote and work on acknowledging and owning and then getting that out so that they can get to a place of uh, the message of the cross. Whatever the message of pain has been attempting to communicate to them, for them to reorient to a new message, the message that they can, the messages that they are who God says they are. So really, in, in, in essence, I want them to grow in awareness, and I want them to grow in the opportunity of acknowledging what's in them so that they can work on getting that out. So when you talk about the message of pain, what kind of, what kind of pain are you talking about? Are you talking about emotional, spiritual, physical, all of it? Absolutely. Kind of- Absolutely. You know, when we think about pain, uh, we we typically think about isolating. We think about deflecting. We think about when we feel it doesn't feel good, so therefore we go in the opposite direction. That pain, as a result of that, because of just the complexity of the mind and body and how they are supposed to work in tandem, and in that moment, if they do, great, but if they don't, in a lot of ways, because of how the mind can create a defense mechanism, so repression actually happens as a byproduct, Now, as a result of that, that pain is being pushed into the body where the body is becoming pressurized, pain is taking place, and as a result of that, we just want the pain to stop. That pain carries energy attached with it, but it also carries a message, Uh, usually something of the fact of uh, you'll never be able to to achieve that, you'll never be able to be good enough, you'll never be uh, uh, like, uh, uh, again, you won't be able to achieve whatever it is that, that you want. I had an individual today, that was exactly what it is we talked about, the dynamic of of apathy, this indifference of, of this is what I want, but I don't believe I can actually ever get there because of pain and what pain was attempt, attempting to communicate to him. So do you find a message of pain can be defeating and obviously not congruent with what scripture tells us, but can it also right. be and educational? I think, I think, as always, I think, you know, to me, the message of pain is can create awareness, the dynamic that something is going on, something that's impacting my body, uh, impacting my brain, that 
is attempting to get my attention. God is the God of awareness, and I think that he can use the pain to get my attention um, if, if I'm open to it. So therefore, I can acknowledge and own and walk through the process of repentance, walking through the process of inviting him into that pain, emoting that pain, getting it out, getting, getting it, uh, giving it to him, kind of that whole beauty for ashes, so that eventually I can get to that message of, of, of the cross. I can get to the message of what it is that he wants to orient in me and for me to start meditating on. I think that's something you really excel at, that you are able to see where people are in their process and help them know what that next step is. That's something you and I say a lot is next steps. What is your next yeah. And I see that um, as a really big strength in you. You can see where people are and help them see what their next step toward um, reconciliation and awareness and all those good things we want for them. I think that's something you're really good at. Well, I greatly appreciate that. I greatly appreciate that. So I think that that is such a great question. So I want to turn that and, and allow you to be able to speak in that. So what is it that you anticipate for the individuals that walk through your door? I, I knew that was coming at me. <laughs> I actually very much want patients to become more aware as well, but maybe in a different in a different way. So when I have someone walk through the door for the first time, they know they're in pain, they know they're they know they're uncomfortable, but they're not sure why. They've tried to stuff the emotion. They're trying not to notice when it happens. And a lot of times they don't come through my door until they have no other choice. It has stopped their function, it is affecting everything, and they are over it, and they are done with it. And my hope for them is to obviously get them out of the state they're in physically in the immediate, but also teach them to be aware of those nuances as things start to set in and care for the misalignments and the, the incongruencies as they happen instead of letting it pile up. So I really think my my hope and dream for people is reconciliation, is healing and return to the way God created us to operate and allowing the body to heal itself given the opportunity the body will. And mm -hmm. you just have to remove those interferences, remove what's standing in the way and allow the body to return to what it needs to be. But in in my part of our practice, a lot of people get stuck. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what brought you and I together is because if, for instance, if you've got someone dealing with chronic pain, there is a um, mental health component to that. Um, absolutely. And it's not something I always have time to address. And they need someone to walk through the emotional, spiritual sides of it before their body will release it. Wow. Wow. And and so that's so fascinating because when you think about um, all the different practices that are teaming up, the dynamic of a chiropractor uh, that does acupuncture and all the other complexities that you offer to team up with a counselor can kind of seem maybe, I don't know if odds right, right word, but can seem a little bit indifferent. And so in that, how did you come to the realization that this could be a great partnership in what it is that God has for you and had for you at, in the development of your practice? Absolutely. Great question. So in the chiropractic field, in the basic chiropractic philosophy, we are taught that um, misalignments in the body are caused by three things. The first one would be trauma, and that could be a car accident, that could be bad posture, 
It could be um, lots of different things, repetitive motion injuries. Second thing would be toxins in the body, something that you're exposed to, some sort of low-level food intolerance that you just keep eating and your body reacts to that. But the third one is thoughts. So they all start with T, so toxins, trauma. Um, the thought one is danced around by, in general, by the chiropractic field because we're not sure what to do with that one. And that's really where I felt a lack in my training and a lack in my knowledge and, honestly, my time. I don't have time to do all the physical things and all the wellness things and also address thought life and mental health. And so even though I have delved more recently into spiritual identity and Splunkna and all the wonderful things it has to offer, I really needed someone to fill this part of my philosophy gap. Mm. And it's no good if you know it's there and you don't know what to do about it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think for me, the dynamic of really 15 years in the making of seeing this kind of, th this partnership coming into fruition, and there's a lot of things that we uh, kind of have envisioned for this practice as God continues to roll that out in front of us. But the dynamic of understanding how alignment and attunement is so vital um, in the kingdom of God. And so understanding just the dynamics of how I've been impacted by a chiropractor and understanding the things that here's some areas that I have some understanding in and I can help, but there's so much of the um, anatomy, the biological makeup of who we are that I, I don't, I, you know, I'm interested in, but I don't, I don't understand how to help in that parameter. And so the dynamic of partnering with you allows that parameter to be met. And so it really is a fun partnership as we continue to roll this out and what God is doing. So it's exciting. Absolutely. I always think about, and I tell the people I work with that I want to be part of their team that each person, each family needs a healthcare team there to help support their goals, their um, their trials and their challenges. But we need to work together as a team, working with their primary care doctor, working yes. with everyone together to offer solutions so that um, surgery and pharmaceuticals aren't the only option. And mm. we can address problems before we get that far. That's there you go. Really what my hope is. That that is absolutely amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So in this time, you know, when we think about a podcast, really, what's the heart for people to listen to this podcast as we come together and talk about the mind and body and how they work in tandem and 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 the part that God plays in those two complexities, if I can call it that. When we think about the listeners out there and all the different vast podcasts that are out there, and there's some amazing ones. Why should they listen to ours? Do you think? Why? What is it that we're hoping to 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 give them and the and 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 all the vastness of data and uh, things that could have their attention? What does this per, this time serve for the average listener? Absolutely, great question. So my hope is that people would understand that even as we have more information, we have less wisdom. We are bombarded with information, but not all of it's helpful and not all of it, most of it is not wise. And so what we have here in this podcast is a little view into who we are, what we believe, what we're going after, so that you would know if you would be congruent with the work that we do, that you would make um, a good fit for our practice, but also to empower people. I feel it's such a 
part of our job is to give people tools in their tool belt to be able to handle situations in real time in their own home and be able to thrive even if they never set foot across our, you know, our doorstep, that we would be able to empower them with truth and with direction and with tools in their tool belt. Wow, that was very well said. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, what, what, are, what are the new things going on at ICW? What are some things that we can anticipate that we can expect as we think about here we are, uh, the month of March, almost to the end of March. I can't believe it's already been this. We'll blink our eyes and we'll be Christmas shopping. And we're right. like, Brady, don't say that. Please don't say that. But what, what, what are some exciting things that we can anticipate and look forward to? Uh, what, what, what are some things that you are anticipating and excited about um, in the formation of ICW? I'm really excited about some of the congruency that we're about to roll out. You and I spent a lot of time crafting what the next year is going to look like as far as what wisdom are we imparting, what tools are we providing for our listeners, and making it streamlined. So you're going to see podcasts that match up with blog posts, that match up with email newsletters, which um, that's on our to-do list is to get that sign up on our website as soon as possible so that it all flows beautifully and people can um, connect all of those dots. But we also have some people who are going to be adding to our team who can do things like um, activities to do with your kids that follow along with what we're talking about that month. I'm wow. Really, I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited for that being a parent myself. The idea of what is it that 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 I can get as a resource to be that's going to impact my kid, hopefully for the for for positive, um, for for the best positivity. Uh, so that that is that is some exciting things. Those are those are very exciting. I think you and I, between the two of us, we cover the gamut of parenting ages. Because I've got I've got the little and the older, and you've got all the middle. <laughs> I, that that's amazing. We we we. I, I guess I've never really thought about it like that. That that is interesting. Yeah. So I've got the oldest of mine is twenty, and so she's at at university. We're talking about, you know, how do you parent an adult? How do you talk to wow. her? Long term relationship and career advice and finances and how to parent herself when she's a 22-hour drive away and has a concussion. How does mm. she for herself? All of those things are very different than me talking about my four-year-old and, you know, insecurity and, um, you know, all those fun four-year-old things. Um, very different parents we're talking to in very different generations because my, sure. my older parent friends, who are now looking at being empty nesters are vastly different than my preschool parent friends. Oh. <laughs> it's super fun because it's really different, but I can see wisdom on both sides. And there, there you are. What age brackets are your kiddos? So my oldest is 12. Uh, my middle is 10. And then my youngest is seven. And so they're all kind of crammed right in, into that age group, and it is really amazing. It's the extent of, you know, uh, um, learning to parent in the present is um, it, it's easier to teach than it is to apply. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like the dynamics of, oh, yeah, give me the opportunity of helping walk alongside somebody else, and sure, but then all of a sudden it comes to the extent of like, oh, my goodness, what would what, what I do in that situation? And so working with parents is amazing, but it can be difficult. It is amazing, but it can be difficult. And so in that, the dynamic of uh, what we are walking with our 12-year-old 
you know, do we go ahead and have some of the similar conversations with our seven-year-old because of just the day and age that they live in, where they're going to school, some of these complexities, or do we uh, decipher that and and have differing conversations and not have conversations with some versus the others because of age and all these different things. And so it really is um, uh, a journey to uh, a journey to journey through um, as and, and I'm grateful for people like you that can speak in to myself as a parent that can help us of, hey, how do you do this? Uh, hey, this is what's going on. Any thoughts and perspective? And so it's great to be in a community where individuals that have gone before so that they can speak into things that we have yet to experience. So, And I think that's what also sets us apart, Brady, is we're not just, um, we're in the middle of it too. <laughs> you yes. know, just giving advice and giving perspective. We're in the middle of it too. And honestly, I would have loved to have had a practice like ours as a resource in my own parenting. Yes. That would be amazing to have a well-rounded look at the whole person, not just um, behavior, not just academics, not just nutrition, not just physical wellness, but all of it together because yes. we know our children are so complex. And especially if you have a neurodiverse kid, things happen. It's never just one thing. It's mm. complex. And um, I love that we offer that that rounded look at the whole person. Love yes. that. Absolutely. And, and I think that there are a lot of, that, that there's a lot of interest in this space. And mm-hmm. I know that um, we're not the first ones that have journeyed in this, but I think yeah. some of the dynamics of what God is showing us, there can be some first. And so I'm just excited about about the opportunity of what does the uh, integration look like of what the cross really establishes. And as a result of that, it's not discombobulation of, okay, here's your body, here's the 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 soul. And so the t- dynamics is that, you know, that's a body thing and this is a soul thing, but the idea of them assimilating in three and one, just as God created us, whether that's working with individuals and their parenting, whether that's individuals from an alignment standpoint, uh, a a mind-body complexity, or whatever that may be, really looking at an all-inclusivity way of, of interacting with the people that come through the door. Absolutely. And I want our listeners to really hear that as we are following after what God has put in front of us. And when we bring a modality in such as acupuncture or you know whatever that we're adding to the practice, especially in the wellness section, if it is not instructed by God to us, we're probably not going to have it in the office. And not to say it isn't good, it's just sure. not what it has for us. And I'm being very mindful of not the latest, greatest trend, but whatever it is God tells us we need to be offering is where we're digging deep. And that we are following after the pattern that he tells us, the locations that he tells us, the advertising that he tells us, and really endeavoring to put him at the helm and follow after just like we're hoping they will. Absolutely. When I love hearing that, I think even from the from, from the services, you get on our website and you look at some of the services, mm-hmm. you see some uh, of what can typically be thought of as kind of some Eastern tools, some Eastern modalities and things of that nature. And really from the standpoint, if you have questions about the services that are offered here at ICW, please reach out to us so that we can 
um, uh, have a discussion with you about that to make sure you understand why we're offering these services and and what the heart is behind that. You know, if you're only looking at it through the lenses of the what, you may miss the heart behind the services and everything that we're doing really is to the extent of um, is it rooted, is it founded, is it um, foundational to what God wants us uh, and utilize. And so in that, uh, we, we can miss it because of our perspective when we see a tool like acupre- acupressure or acupuncture or something of that nature. And I was there early on, and, and I would have been one of those individuals that would have looked at it and, okay, number next, kind of things like that. But having conversations with you, Dr. Kyra, and really understanding what it um, uh, really the heart behind it and the and the 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 connection of who God is through it really is amazing. Absolutely, and if I find, in a very quick nutshell, that it is more about heart posture than anything else. Wow! And that you could make anything in the place of God, medicine, acupuncture, money. It all can fit in that spot, and having the right heart posture really opens doors instead of closes them um, when you have your heart right with God. So, Wow, I love that. I love that. I think that's very well said, and I think it gives a tremendous foundation to the heart behind the services like you were talking about. Awesome. Well, I hope for our listeners that that gives you a little bit of an insight on our hopes and dreams for you. The intro to the podcast talks about God's dream for you, but we have dreams for you too. We have hopes for you too, and we are so grateful to be partnering with him and partnering with you in this journey of reconciliation and this journey of health and wellness. Have a great day, a great week. Remember to breathe, remember to be, and remember to take your next step as you can. Thank you for listening. We speak health, hope, and healing over you. For more information, visit our website at integratedcnw.com.